And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Infinity. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners and welcome to the We Are Mead podcast. It's uh, Mickey Brennan here, joined by Davey Rispin as usual. But we've got two very, very special guests on with us today. We have Seamus Kenny, the Operations Manager of Mead GAA and also a member of the Playing Rules Committee at national level. And we also have Conor O'Donoghue, he's a member of the National Fixtures um, Task Force, uh, a Dunboyne man, ex-Mead minor manager, ex-Mead minor footballer as well. And uh, lads, we're delighted to have you on the show with us here this evening. Thanks, Mickey. Cheers, Mickey. Davey. I suppose, lads, uh, the, one of the main reasons he's wanted to be on the on the podcast, apart from the fame that you'll get from it, was obviously to talk about a few things that are happening in Mead football and, and nationally. And one of the things that's come up is the regional championship. And it's something that, uh, you know, works in Kerry and a lot of... T- counties are trying to adopt this uh, format and, and, and bring it into their into their county championships. And, you know, maybe we'll get some information off one of you first. Does Conor, do you want to take it or does Seamus want to take it first? Yeah, I can, I can start that if you want. Um, so I started working with Seamus a couple of years back, really, in terms of looking at the structures around uh, Mead Club football and some of the things we could do to improve it. Seamus had commissioned a couple of reports on different things and he asked me to have a look at one or two things which I did and in one of those reports there was a there was a strong suggestion that we need to think about how do fellas from junior clubs from intermediate clubs how do we get them playing at a higher level and is there an option to 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 have a look at regional so when Liam Keane brought forward proposals before to county committee back in the day um, and the this this formed a part of the discussion and proposals that he brought forward ultimately they weren't carried in terms of bringing regional teams into championships proper so we had another look at it and we we, we came up with um, I suppose a solution that we think will work so the key thing is that the regional championship does not in any way interfere with any of the club championships so what we've done is we've broken down all the junior and intermediate clubs into eight regions and again, the delegates last year uh, voted for and backed a separate regional championship, an opportunity, I suppose, for fellas from, again, the clubs that are not as strong as senior clubs, some really top-class players to, 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 to play at that level. And I, did a, I, I worked with, with, the, with the Mead Juniors a couple of years back, and I suppose I got a little bit more awareness of how good some of these fellas are. And in many respects, uh, they don't have this... Uh, stage, I suppose, to demonstrate how good they are within uh, within Mead, unless on the Mead senior team, or unless they get a spin out with the Mead juniors, and, and there's only ever one or two days for the most part for that in a year. So 
that's I suppose that's the thinking behind it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a desire to to give every fella from every club an opportunity to play at a really high level against his his peers uh, and compete for something that we hope will be meaningful. So that's 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 the I suppose that's the thinking behind it. And uh, obviously, it's due to 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 begin this year. What will happen this year? What won't happen this year? I've no idea. But uh, again, I suppose just an opportunity to 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 show what's out there and to show uh, fellas that are in all of the clubs across me that you now have an option, you now have an opportunity to put your hand up, play at a higher level. And if it goes well for you, and again, having spoken to, to, to Andy McIntyre about this at length, if it goes well for you, well, why wouldn't you go on, go on, go on and play at the, at the next level after that as well? So that's the thinking behind it. It is separate from the club championship proper. It's a, it's a, it's a higher level football for uh, the guys from junior intermediate clubs. It is a, very short period that the games are played. Uh, we hope it will be meaningful and it is an opportunity for fellas to, to put their hand up and say, look, I can play at this level and maybe I can play at the level beyond that as well. And Seamus, I suppose, like, at what time of the year would you try and fix this uh, championship? Um, and uh, further on on that question, why, why um, uh, not involve senior clubs as well? I suppose the, look, the, the thinking was, uh, just the first part of your question there, was the latter stages of, of the year, so you're probably talking November, December time, uh, when we sat down uh, when we sat down to discuss their reason, we kind of looked at um, uh, as like a, a super Sunday uh, of fixtures where you played four games, uh, two beside each other, uh, in the likes of the Dungani, so you could have four games there and try and draw a crowd to it and sort of... I suppose uh, do that over a couple of weekends and with a final to be played in Park Talton. Um, uh, why why not include senior teams? And it was just I suppose we felt that um, it was an opportunity there to um, for players to compete at at, at a higher level for uh, to give those and expose those players to um, to playing with sort of top players from the junior and intermediate championship. Also felt that the, the senior championship probably was was competitive enough and that then to add add those players into it would, would make it slightly more difficult to operate. Right, and, and, and Davy, I suppose, we'll bring you in on this as well. Um, your views on it as a junior footballer from a junior club, uh, Cortown, obviously. Yeah, I think, I think it's great because, you know, realistically, and we only talked about this on the podcast a week or two ago, Mick, that, you know, for the, for the amount of footballers, club footballers there is in Mead, the reality of it is only so many of them are going to go on and play senior football with their clubs. And like one thing I'd, I'd like to commend the lads on was you bringing in the club captains and managers last year. I thought that was a, that was a really good touch and there was a good open conversation in the room in Dungani that night. Um, you know, the presentation was given and then the questions was opened up to the floor and, you know, there was genuine questions from players and they were all answered in, in each way. I suppose for Connor, you know, how important do you think that was to maybe convey the message and to, to get players understanding the whole concept of it. Yeah, and I, look, we've been involved in uh, some of this reform stuff for for the last couple of years, and um, there's no doubt that the complexity around it at times it can be a challenge to communicate some of the details. So to get those fellas into a room, all the club captains, and to go through it, and it was an opportunity for every club to, to, to bring someone up and to, to, to get a feel for it. Um, it was great, actually, because I suppose that we've been used over the last couple of years to talking directly to, to delegates. And um, there is sometimes a long, long line of communication from a delegate down to the team. And 
there's 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 many a slip between a lip and a cup in terms of 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 the communication that's there. So it was great to do that, and you're absolutely right. I I I found that to be um, the most fruitful engagement that we had mm. the whole way through. Um, and we've always talking to fellas along the way about what they want to do and what you know what 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 they would like to see. And definitely, this was this was a a theme all the time look I'm from a small club I want to push on can we not be in a regional chat can we not be in a a lot of the talk was regional uh, you know a regional team in the senior championship and that so that we arrived obviously at this uh, structure which is which means that the clubs are not interfered with uh, in in any way it is a a relatively small uh, time period I suppose in which it's played but again back to your point there Davey in terms of communicating directly with players it's invaluable because you learn so much more from what they're what they're looking to do, where they're at, and 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 I suppose the the concerns that they have. So I mean, again, it's 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 obviously the county board's prerogative, but I would love to see that as an annual thing where club captains are brought in and say, look, if this is what's working, these are the challenges, and even in in, in regard to this regional championship or any other competition that they get good feedback from players as to what's working, what's not, where, where are the problems, what what can we do better. And um, so yeah, no, I thought it was a really valuable exercise. Seamus, um, traditionally the Under-21 Championship or the Under-20 Championship is played at that end of the year. Is that going to be a conflict of interest? Because, you know, as well as this regional championship, you're saying that these players, you know, could go on and play for Mead and that Andy is behind it and the whole lot. It, it, it seems nearly like, and I'm playing devil's advocate, that that would be set up for players around that age, around the 2021 uh, mark, because older lads from those junior and intermediate clubs, they're probably not going to get a chance to play for Mead, you know, at that stage. So if it's a, if it's a shop window for players for the Mead team, some of them will be past their sell-by date. Uh, well, I think, I think that's been slightly harsh, Mickey. Um, like, look, I think, I think the format of competitions are going to change a lot anyway in the next couple of years. We'll... And the under nineteen competition is probably going to replace under twenty one, and like to be fair with the regional, we would have looked at it that uh, no one under nineteen would would compete in that regional championship. So again, I know I know we're talking about that it's it's there for potential potential senior footballers or intercounty footballers, but like there has to be a pathway for everyone. So some some players will be will will make it early on in their careers, and some won't. Uh, some may have to go uh, another another journey and. Be honest, those type of players that come through are generally more battle-hardened, and uh, I suppose they have, I suppose they have that want in them to to achieve. So I think I think anything that provides a platform for someone to compete at a higher level is is always worth exploring. Um, and I think getting back to Davy's Davy's point initially there, um, talking about the, the meeting with the club captains, I think again just kind of go back and what Connor said. I thought that was probably one of the better meetings that we've had. Uh, you do plan as best you can and you talk to as many people as you can, but there's always, you're always going to find out a nugget of information from someone or an experience they've had that you may have kind of, you may have missed or you may have, may not have taken on board. So like that, that definitely fed into, fed into a redrafting of some of the proposals that, that we were putting, uh, putting forward. Yeah. And uh, I, I just want to bring that over to Connor then just to hit on something that Seamus said there, you know, this competition is to give these players a chance to play at a higher level and a higher standard. So by playing more of this regional championship, they go back to their clubs, better footballers, and therefore their clubs are in a better position with a higher standard of footballer coming back to the club 
which will raise the standards in the club, which should then raise the standard of football across the board. Is that the is that the idea about it? Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the ideas behind it, Mickey. Absolutely. I mean, what you want to do, and no matter what you're doing in your professional career or or in life generally, you want to test yourself to a level that you're 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 being really challenged, whatever that level is, and trying to marry that with. Um, I suppose the, the 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 desire to make sure that fellas are are still with their clubs as well, and they're not necessarily going to senior clubs, etc. It's trying to give them that opportunity, but yeah, it's testing fellas right to the the cut and seeing where where, where they're at. I think just to follow on from one of the things that Seamus said, is, and he's absolutely right. There is no twenty one championship anymore. It's gone. It's now an under nineteen, and under nineteens aren't allowed to compete in this. It's been put into rules, so there'll be no overlap there whatsoever. So that cohort of players that you described, the twenty twenty one year olds, etc., um, they they'll all be playing. They'll be well, yeah, entitled to play in it um, if they if if that's what they want to do. So now, what I'd also say is there's older players as well. Uh, that you know, in their late twenties, early thirties, or whatever. What we'd certainly hope is this championship becomes something meaningful in of itself to win. So you can imagine in a locality the build-up. And again, I'm just pulling. We one of the teams there is Boyne Valley, and it's Clonard, Beliver, Longwood, Balnebracky. You would hope that a sense of identity grows there over a couple of weeks, and they're playing against Dundry, Trim, Boards Mill, Clonagale, or whatever that combination is, and the, and and another couple of teams. And over three, four, five, six weeks, all of a sudden they go on a spin. They're on a roll together. Fellas that might have been bitter rivals, local rivals. And then, you know, they're, they're playing with, with really good players from, from the teams around them. There's a big day out in Park Tulchin at the end of it. Um, it's not overly taxing in terms of time commitments and all of that. So I think it's a, it's, it's a nice blend. It's a nice balance of, of um, trying to protect the club as best you can, but also giving these fellas the opportunity, whether they're 20 or 30. But again, if they're 20, they're obviously more likely to get a chance afterwards to play with me. But look, that is all of this. And there's lots of different reasons why there needed to be a lot of reform in Mead. But I mean, one of the central things that we know, Mickey, is that um, the standard of club football, and I've been a player myself and managed and all of that, it's not good enough. That's the reality. We have to face that reality. And it's evidenced by, our, by, by performances in Leinster uh, versus other counties and we know that the standard needs to improve and we know that we I suppose now as myself and Seamus are, 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 are helping in, in terms of administration etc we have to provide that environment for everyone to be as good as they possibly can be everywhere in the county and provide those tests and challenges that give them a little bit of steel that perhaps uh, we need to encourage a little bit more in Mead. so yeah it's, it's, it's a part of a multi-pronged strategy to help need club football to get better, to be a better experience for the players within it. And uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's part of the purpose of, of, of it. You mentioned there, it's for all of Mead. What are the regions and the regional teams, that, the, the makeup of the regional teams? So I go through them here if you want very quickly. And I, I, Davey, yeah. obviously your, your expertise in this might be, <laughs> might be welcome. So, so there was a meeting and it was agreed um, to be eight regions. So the first region is Blackwater, <coughs> Carneross, Courtown, Ultons, Kilmainham, and Drumbarra together. So again, that's obviously just outside the Kells region for the most part. For the most part, um, the next region is Boyne Valley, and that's Clannard, Oliver, Longwood, Clannabracky. The next team is Darnley, which is Dunderry, Trim, Boardsmill, Clannagale, Loch Crewe, is north of the county up towards Cavan, uh, which is Oldcastle, Moyla, 
Ballinlock and Bridget's. Um, Tara is Bechtif, Walterstown, Dunsany, Kilbride, Blackhall Gales and Pauls. Obviously that's a little bit stretched because the south of the county in Blackhall and Pauls is a, and Kilbride is a little bit of a distance to that next group. Uh, but it is around the, the, the N3, I suppose, and just off. And Blackhall comes into the back of Dunsany. On Tushkarth is Kilmainham Wood, from Conrath, uh, Meath Hill, Manalty and St. Michael's. And again, that's to, up towards Kingscourt and the Monaghan uh, part of the county. D Royals is three strong teams, three strong intermediate teams. is Sidden, Rathkenny and Castletown. And Brunaboynia is Vincent's, Dulique, Belliestown, Slane, St. Mary's and St. Pat's. And, and obviously St. Pat's are just, just down from senior, so they'll be particularly strong in, in that group. So they're the groups. They're the, they're the, they're the um, agreed combinations um, for the regional championship. Um, so you can start working out yourself in terms of the playing personnel from each of those there's some top-class players available, I would say, to, to, to each of those groups. Um, there's likely to be a minimum of two, three, four, five from any one club. So um, I, think it's, I think it's a huge opportunity for fellas to put their hand up. I think it's exciting. Um, and I'm certainly looking forward to seeing how it transpires, if it transpires this year. But they're the groups as they stand. Connor, just on, um, on the panels and on the selections and that, um, like, is it a trial basis or are players going to be judged on their performance in the club championship that year? And my second part of the question is managers. Does a manager from outside of those clubs come in or is one picked internally with, with his selectors or what way is that going to work? Yeah, so the manager is going to have discretion, obviously, as to what way they want to do it. And okay. um, we spoke to some people who might be interested or not. Now, ultimately, we have to get structures around this tightened up over the next couple of months. We had, obviously, lots of plans on how we would gradually do this, but... So um, basically the manager and some of the clubs have come to us around and said, Look, we're not sure about getting internal. Maybe it would be better if it's, if it's someone from outside the, 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 the clubs themselves just to make it, um, uh, give it an air of transparency. But certainly one, I would say, very prominent manager who has, and I'm not going to say who it is, but who agreed to, 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 to take one of the teams, his approach is going to be that he's going to ask the clubs to provide five players from each club. That's going to be his approach. But ultimately, whoever manages the team will have discretion. I think that's a very fair way of doing it. If I was doing it, maybe I would just pick the players. I don't know mm. from, 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 from each of the clubs. Because there are some clubs who will be much weaker than some of the other clubs in reality. They might only have three players that are you know, uh, at that level. And some very strong intermediate clubs might have six, seven. But, but that's going to be at the discretion of the manager um, in each case. Okay, and and can Mead senior footballers feature? Absolutely, no reason why they can't. Absolutely, no reason why they can't. So, um, yeah, they can. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Um, and and jersey wise, <laughs> I had to ask you that because you know the group we're in. Um, yeah. I don't know if we were asked to put on Ulton's jerseys or if Trombaro were asked to put on Kilmainham jerseys. What had happened? But uh, is is that just going to be up? Again, up to the manager, or no, no, it's not. Brought no, in from no, that's going to be that's Shane. Just looking at the memo there, Seamus, that was your job getting the jersey yeah. sorted. So that's that's a part of it. And before I hand over to Shane, I just ask you, Dave, what do you? I mean, what do you think in terms of that? Obviously, you, Karen Ross, Corte, Nolten's, Kamenem, Trumbara. What do you? What do you? What are your thoughts on that? As a yeah, yeah, it'll be an interesting first training session. I'd say. Tight, <laughs> um, right? yeah, tight. But, uh, no, look, it's it's great. I think and. Um, at the end of the day, it's it's the standard we're all looking to get up to. And a lot of those teams, as you mentioned, are in close proximity with clubs around them and everything like that. And we would be playing against these teams on a regular basis. But 
I think to come together and and play together for this, I I would definitely welcome it. I know I spoke to several club players in in around the region as well, and they're all for it as well. So I, I think it's hugely positive overall. And for you, Davy, as well, um, you know, uh, all of those teams that you'll be playing with, sure, you can go back to where you all trained in Martry when when you started <laughs> off as underage footballers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we we had three pitches, Mickey. We've been through this before. We we used to vary it, you know. But uh, uh, look at I think we put our differences aside uh, when it comes to something like this. You know, we, we will be ferociously competitive when it comes to the age teams. But um, I think when something like this happens, it, it's it's a breath of fresh air for everyone, you know. And um, I, I think people have put their differences aside for the sake of it. Seamus, the jersey situation um, that's been left down to you. Yeah, well, we we did we did discuss that. So I think I think what we there's a couple of things that we looked at that uh, we would go to a sponsor. So we've kind of engaged a sponsor, and it'd be up to them maybe to look after the jerseys and try and tr- take uh, any local politics out of it, and um, possibly do something like the the barbarians where the the lads wear their club socks, but that's there's a there's a sort of a neutral jersey. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be a great idea, um, Seamus. As well as that, um, you know, what was I going to ask you there? Like, how is it going to be funded? Do do all the clubs have to um, uh, sign up for this and pay a fee to 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 go into this championship? No, I suppose we we haven't we haven't got that far down the road on it just yet. Um, like, unfortunately, I suppose with all this, we were kind of planning planning for uh, November time, so we're not really mm-hmm. at that stage yet, Mickey, um, to be honest. Um, because it's a new competition, obviously, we, we have to try and get get uh, some level of detail or maybe so, uh, talk to some other counties how they've run theirs. Like, I suppose the one that everyone always kind of relates back to is the, is the Kerry model, but I suppose what happens there is that there's the, the regional the regional teams playing the senior championship. Yeah. Um, and I know, Davey, you mentioned, or maybe Mickey mentioned earlier on, about why, why could you not include senior teams in it? Um, like the way it works in Kerry, there's only Connor, you might correct me on this. I think there's only eight senior, eight senior teams in Kerry. Um, so like if if it did ever come to that, like it wouldn't mean that get a lot of relegations from the senior championship to play in a senior, cha- uh, play regional regional teams in a senior championship. But um, well, look, I, I think I, I'm kind of I'm excited by this competition. I think it's something new. It's it's novel. It's what it's what we've looked for. It's what players have kind of sought as well. Um, Look, it's just unfortunately with with the timing of it and what has what has gone before us, we're, we're not really sure how we're going to how we're going to be able to factor it into this year. But uh, it could could be possibly something that you might push out to the start of next year um, and could kick off kind of pre league or something. There again, I'm just these are just ideas that that, that we're looking at uh, at the moment. Yeah, um, speaking of which, do you know do do you see any football being played at all this year? Club football, county football, your new regional championship. Um, yeah, I suppose. Um, uh, do I? I, I, I a bit like a bit like everyone after after John Horan spoke on uh, on the, the Sunday game. I think everyone kind of took it that that, that was it for the year. But uh, I, I understood where he was coming from. But I, I'd be a lot more hopeful. I, I can see definitely see a scenario where we'll be back, like playing, playing some level of football. Um, like I think, look at this stage, the GA and their you haven't put out really a roadmap, but the FAI have come out with theirs. Uh, and they're back on. I think they're back towards the end of August. So I'd like to think that um, GA will, will will be following suit, provided we get get clarity on on uh, social distancing and all these other things. But 
I definitely see a scenario where there will be will be some level of football this year. That's quite hopeful. And Hurling. Uh, da- <laughs> well, Davy is our new uh, hurling expert, uh, so he is on the podcast. Uh, Davy, before we move on, have you any more questions about the regional championship? No, I don't think so. If I do have one, I'll come back to it. I'll be happy to, to put it to the lads. Seamus, um, I suppose, moving it on from the regional championship, there was a lot of restructuring to the Mead uh, championships this year between senior and intermediate especially, and then obviously with the junior championship taking up, uh, getting rid of the uh, second teams and taking some teams in from junior B. What way is that going to work now? Because I know that you're getting directive from uh, from Crow Park on how to run your championships a little bit this year. Uh, well, yeah, so I suppose what's... So what we've been asked is look at look at the, I suppose the different the different ways that we can play our championship over uh, an eight to ten week period, ten to twelve week period, um, uh, and how we could fit it into into that uh, into that those timelines. Uh, it is quite difficult uh, to run our championships as is. Football and hurling would be uh, would be up on uh, fifteen weeks. Um, senior would take six weeks. Intermediate is seven, and then hurling uh, our senior hurling is eight weeks. Um, so that does that does make it difficult. So I suppose we are uh, the CCC. When I say we are, the, the CCC have looked at a number of different uh, number of different options there, and uh, we are having further discussions on it. So a lot of it is all kind of scenario scenario planning, whether it's it's, it's knockout or backdoor, or let's say groups of three or groups of four, um, whether uh, the groups of four if it's just the, the top team that that would qualify and go straight into a semi final. So again, like these are all things that are, are being discussed, but. The fact that there's no real clarity yet around when it is that we're going to be back and when if if they are going to run with a club championship club championship first and then intercounty championship as as John Horan has stated, um, it does make it quite difficult um, to try and plan for that. But um, I suppose, like personally, I think my my own thoughts on it are that um, it may be better to run with an intercounty championship first, given that they're talking about talking about having a knockout competition. So knockout would, would run over eight weeks. Um, so irrespective of how far you progress, like, like you're looking at eight weeks max to play it, um, like you will have you will have fifty to sixty percent of the counties will be gone out of the championship after five weeks. So I think I think it might be it's asking a lot of the counties to try and condense a championship into an eight eight week period when let's say the county team might only be playing championship for one week afterwards. Uh, but then that's obviously contingent whether there is going to be an intercounty season, and uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what what the, the thoughts are there. Obviously, Co Park are planning uh, no different from ourselves, and they're trying to plan a championship around when they can come back. And yeah, obviously, are in, in contact with uh, with government agencies and getting advice. So they are also putting together kind of scenario scenarios there as to when when they can come back and what they what they will play. But it looks like they're going to go with. Uh, in a straightforward knockout championship, kind of come back old school. Um, the initial fixtures are going to stand, so Mead will still play the winners of Wicklow and uh, Wexford in the Leinster Championship. Um, they have spoken with Joe McDonough, so th- there has to be a little bit of clarity around that, given that that is a round-robin competition. So we're, we're, we're waiting waiting uh, to hear back from the committee on that. But all these decisions will be made by Kush to Bonish. They've been given the new powers um, at the special congress there to, to come up with a, come up with solutions 
Yeah, they've been given 12 weeks um, emergency powers, but there is contingency, contingency plans in to extend that if needs be, depending on the uh, situation with the pandemic. Yeah, the, the, the 12 weeks would take them up to take them up to the beginning of August. So there is an extension there of four weeks. Um, again, it, it's, it's very difficult to know what, what it is. Uh, like, we're obviously, the way things are changing, like in two weeks' time, it's going to be a very different story, hopefully. And then two months' time again, that'll be, uh, you'd like to think that we'll be a lot further down the road in terms of, in terms of what, what, the, what stage of the phase in we're at and the reintegration into, into kind of playing so uh, it's, it's it is quite difficult at the moment um, it's difficult for everyone because the just it's the lack of clarity and uncertainty around uh, when it is that we can get back even even out onto a field just for for kickabouts and for training um, I know John came out with with his statement but I, I'd like to think that uh, it wasn't a red line issue that we would be able to be come back and even if it is in the groups of four or five uh, that we'll be able to do that a bit sooner than um, than he had stated. Yeah, um, it all depends on, on on the public, I suppose, and and how disciplined they can be. And uh, if if everybody can be disciplined, hopefully it will come back a little bit sooner. Davy, you wanted mm-hmm. to come in there yourself. Yeah, I, I just wanted to um, to go back to the structures that were that were brought in by you guys last year as part of the overall plan, and I suppose the mass or not the mass relegations, but the, the regrading was obviously done on the back of that with, you know, the three teams coming down from senior and, and the no relegation in intermediate. Um, I mean, I mean, going into this year then, like the, the plan was obviously to roll it out across everything. Um, like for your own club, Connor there, and, and this is something that, that interested me, that obviously Dunboyne winning the junior last year, it was, a, it was probably a difficult one to be at the forefront of for you personally, having, you know, got up from junior A into intermediate and, the two second teams being, you know, St. Peter's Dunboyne and Dunham or Ashburn having to to go down to the the new reserve championship um and, and with the junior going all first team and that. Yeah, sure. It was difficult, very difficult. Um so again, just I mean people aren't really aware of the of the journey that this has that this that, that that's that's that this part of the structure has gone through. So a couple of years back um when Liam Keane brought through his proposals um and you'll know this, the junior clubs have been anxious for a long time to, to remove, I suppose, the senior clubs from the junior championship. And that had been going on for, for a couple of years. So we came down with a proposal at one stage that um, the senior clubs would be allowed to have their second team in the, um, in the leagues proper. And that was basically laughed out at the time. And we didn't get, I'd say we got about four or five votes, or maybe 10 votes out of, out, out, out of 100 but the, 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 the junior clubs then brought, and, and intermediate clubs at that time, brought together this proposal around cordoning off the junior clubs into a, 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 a single group. So that happened on one night, and there was, there was eight clubs put into that particular group. We then, and our own club, Dunboyne, came out of that. So independent of that, yeah. uh, we had begun this, uh, uh, I suppose, structural reform uh, uh, program. Um, and... The trade-off that was proposed was that allow the senior clubs into the leagues proper and uh, uh, into the A leagues proper because the B leagues just offered absolutely zero uh, competition for those players. Allow them into that, put together a good structure around a second team championship and, and, and see how that trade-off works. Because to be honest with you, 
my involvement in this whole process began because I was I was the minor manager in the club. I'd finished playing. I'd been the minor manager, and I came back through, and I was just appalled at how many players from uh, from the teams that I had brought through were no longer playing. Really, really good players, and the reason they weren't playing was because they didn't have any games. Unless they made the senior team very, very quickly, um, they 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 were basically cut, cut out. Unless unless they uh, uh, were, were almost instantaneously into a senior panel and really competing early, a huge percentage of them would just fall away. So we needed to get those players a program of games just to provide some uh, outlet for them to continue to play the game because there is a separate phenomenon in the county that the county is urbanising rapidly. And there are clubs around Dunboyne, Ashburn, Retold, Simonson, etc., uh, where the population that the clubs are drawn from is up to four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times as much as it was before. And yet there's still only two or three teams in, the, in those areas. So the percentage of players that are coming through and playing is actually tiny in some of the clubs. And it's not good, it's not good enough in Dunboyne either, to be honest with you. So we knew if we had a program of games like they do in Dublin, like they do in Kerry, like they do in Kildare, et cetera, a, a full 20 game program for, for those players to compete at whatever level they're at. And that was the trade-off that, that, that was proposed at the time. As it happened, Dunboyne won the Junior Championship um, the very year that it, that it came in. And there's no secret around this. A lot of the fellas, uh, especially some of the older guys, but not exclusively the older guys, to be fair, were, were, were aggrieved that year uh, around, that, uh, around the fact that they were now in a separate championship. And uh, to be honest, there was a lot of misinformation, but we probably, and I probably, should have communicated some of the, the, the things around it a lot better. Uh, at the time but yeah it was it was difficult in my own club and I'm not, I can't uh, I can't pretend that it wasn't because it happened to be the very year that we won a junior championship was the year that this was changed first time in nearly 40 years that a second team had won a had won a, a junior championship so it was unlucky if you want to call it that but by the same token uh, the royal we and I say we me should have been able to communicate a little better we are putting out whenever you get involved in any level of reform Davy. uh what you end up doing is uh, you do upset a lot of people all around the place, everywhere from one end of the county to the other. And um, we may be, maybe in my own case, uh, I have to be hold my hand up, what we didn't do was communicate the benefits well enough at the time. And uh, there was, I suppose, a lot of fires going on everywhere across the county about some of the changes that were coming down the track, which we knew would be the case. And yes, that did cause an issue within, uh, within the club at the time. But in fairness, the way it was, you know, communicated and dealt with and that there was a major overturn from the previous proposal a couple of years before that to the one you got to maybe last year and that ultimately, it don't, you know, it was voted in and I suppose it was a success. Yeah, well, we hope it will be a success. And I mean, there's, in its totality, there's huge, there's huge reforms that have been brought in and a couple of principles. For me, a huge issue was, and I'll just to repeat this again, to me, the, the certainty and there's getting the standards up, but the, 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 there was a huge inequity and unfairness in Mead club football in that a fella from a, a very small club, unless he made that minor team or unless he made the Mead senior team after, he, in very, in, in, in very many cases, he would deteriorate because he didn't have a good standard of football. So he needed to play at a higher level. The second person in that, and this is the person that I was most, I suppose, impacted by because I was coaching these fellas all the time. I was just staggered by the losses of people um, through big senior clubs. And it wasn't just Dunboyne. I mean, it's Simonstown as well, and it's, it's, it was Retoth and, and, and other clubs. 
they didn't have games and they just stopped playing after two or three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was obviously a, a, they played they a couple of games in the in the in the junior championship later in the year, whether it was three, four, five, or six, depending on any where, where in groups, um, and that tended to be dominated by better older players that came back to play those games. Maybe didn't train from in the early part of the year. They were in the highlight, you know, coming towards the end of the career, etc. And those younger players drifted away. And I felt and still very strongly believe that this addresses that issue in a, in, in a significant way. It's not unusual either in that uh, uh, it's the exact same uh, structures that are really used around the rest of, 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 the, of the country. Like all through Ulster, Dublin, Kildare, Kerry, Mayo are the latest uh, county to do exactly the same thing. So, I mean, in Mead, standing still would have been a disaster for us. Mm. Uh, we know we've got a bit of catch-up to do. Um, reform is painful. Um, as a process but I think people uh, have arrived at a place where uh, you know this is this is a good series of reforms with all the different compromises that 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 it brought at the time can you do more Uh, yeah you can there's more reforms to do um, no doubt about it but we've we've broken the back in it I would say at this stage the last thing for me just on the reform and something that I think was hugely welcomed across the board as well was probably the later start of the year and the use of maybe the knockout competitions as a pre-season competition to, to term it. Um, you know, I know they weren't finished out this year, but was certainly, I know from playing in them, you didn't have to be back as early. You didn't need all them challenges as early as you normally did. And ultimately, you weren't playing league in the in the last week in January in, in the muck and shit out there. You were playing Taunton Cup games or Fesh Cup games or Cornabonia games against teams who were at a similar level to you. And at the end of the day, if you won them grand, but there wasn't a huge emphasis on getting wins, Whereas, you know, the league was penciled in then to start around March time. I think that was well received as well. Yeah, and, and a critical piece of that, David, to be honest with you, is that, and again, uh, this is, Seamus is fairly big on this, I suppose, is that the leagues have to be of a better standard generally and taken more seriously. And, and this is no, uh, I mean, slight on the CCC. They had to, because our structures were so vast in terms of being all over the place, they had to start the leagues incredibly early and, um, mm teams would lose a number of games because they weren't really back. Some would take it seriously. Uh, it meant our leagues, one of the reasons why our leagues were of a poor standard. And we have to get our leagues at a higher standard. All the second teams are in that league now. It starts uh, later than, than, uh, than it ever did before, certainly than it did in the last couple of years. The Talton Cup and all the cups that are there, they're a great pre-season. And again, Seamus, is, this is a big thing for Seamus, so let him uh, wax lyrical about this, but he, he, he's fairly anxious on this side to, to, to get those couple of games, to get the thing as late as possible, really, before the league starts. And then you have a league program that's meaningful. Those games are competitive. Yeah. And again, one of the things we didn't touch on and we didn't get a chance to do this year is clearly the starred games, where you've got four starred games and uh, all the county players are back in those games. So again, it's just about trying to improve standards the whole way through the system from start to finish, but really to make it a fair system for players, first of all. And that's really what the attempt is, whether it works in every area, I don't know, but that's, that's, that's what we strive certainly to, to, to do with the reforms that were there. Yeah, we'll let Seamus come in on this. I suppose, Seamus, um, you know, the, the, the restructure, we were all very excited about it. The way the system was, you know, you had your cup competitions, your league was going to go on. There was going to be football in the summer as well, and then we were going to have the championship. It would have suited you down to the ground coming back around May. There would have been plenty of football for you. 
Mate, that would have been way too early, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> With the weather the way it is at the moment, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, only, it's only like it's you know, only when you when you're not at it, you realise how much you, how much you miss it. Uh, it's funny we would have went for a run this morning with an old sparring partner of ours, Mickey uh, John Lunny. Oh, good and man, John hasn't put on a pair of boots in about three or four years, and he said he's definitely going to make a return. So I think <laughs> that's, that's a sign of how much we're missing this. I think uh, that's only a good thing as well. But uh, yeah, I, I look and get, get, getting getting back to what Connor was saying. Like uh, we we were we were quite excited about how the how the new was going to pan out. Obviously, we knew there was going to be plenty of teething problems. And to be fair to the CCC, we would have had a lot of conversations with them and. Um, the task that's the annual task they have in trying to put out a games program is, is extremely difficult, especially up, up to this point where it was just uh, I, it, it was with, with the number of games in championship, etc. It was just everything was condensed, and I suppose that that's well, generally like you hear people giving out and all the rest, but there is there, there is a reason behind it in the backstory. And you just if, if you, you know, different from what David was saying there, it's the communication piece. and like it is, it's extremely difficult to try and condense the championships. You only have a certain amount of weekends, and um, when you have a large number of teams competing in the championship or league, you have to get those games played. So, um, yeah, I look, I, I was looking forward to, I was looking forward to the start of the league. I thought that's it, playing it at the, the later date, it kind of weather would be a bit better, pitches would be firming up, the start games in April, replacing our, our previous championship games. Like I think everyone would have. Like to see that. I'm sure the county players as well. They were looking forward to getting back to playing with the clubs and and getting getting a crack at playing with the, uh, playing against each other um, in club league games. But uh, look, we just have to wait. We'll have to wait another 12 months for that to come through. Uh, unfortunately, but that's that's just the help the hand that we've all been dealt. Yeah, I, I know myself and Davy. We had a a podcast. Uh, back maybe January or February where we where we had a look at the whole fixtures uh, for the year and, and we played devil's, devil's advocate and tried to pull out you know uh, parts of it where it wasn't going to work but it looked like a fantastic model and it's just a shame that we didn't get to see it and it will be next year before we see it. Um, lads, before we finish up, we've got a few questions for you. Um, I'm going to hit you with the first one, Seamus. Um, it's on Park Tolchin. Um, it comes in from Richie Quigley and he just wants to know um, the funding from Crow Park uh, will it be jeopardised now with the current situation? And is there any uh, further plans for Park Tolchin or any further movement on the plans for Park Tolchin? Well, I suppose at the moment, uh, as with everything else, um, there, there has been a pause, uh, a pause on um, on developments and particularly large scale uh, capital developments, uh, and that, that's coming from Crow Park. The, the funding, the funding will, will still be there, but it's just for 2020. We, we may not, we may not uh, be in receipt of it. The, the good news is that the, the government funding is still, it has been ring fenced. Um, there is talk that that Minister Griffin is looking at a separate fund there as well um, to help sporting bodies, and one part of that may be for infrastructure projects that have already received funding. So I would like to think that 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 would. Um, uh, that that came on stream that we'll be able to take uh, take advantage of it. But uh, yeah, look, I think like like everything else at this moment in time, it's it, there, there is a little bit of a pause put on the project. But we're still working away in the background. We still have a lot of other initiatives there. We still has to be work on it. But uh, yeah, look, the, the timing timing wasn't wasn't great. Uh, we were to meet the co and there was commitment there from them. So. Um, yeah, I suppose it's, it's kind of it, it is it is probably put in pause for for a number of months. 
And is there is there a, a predicted date or anything like that in the diary that you know maybe the first sod would be turned or or, or, or developments would start? Uh, well, well, as as with as with everyone else, we, we still have to go back to the county board and then to Crow Park for for approval on, on a, a number of uh, a number of issues and items. So it's very difficult, very difficult to give you an answer on that one now. Maybe like uh, timelines have been pushed out. Um, so that's that's pretty much where we are at the moment. Like there's, there's there's no clarity around when there'll be a starting point, unfortunately. Perfect. Well, we'll keep in contact with you, and, and as soon as you have that information, we'll get it out to our listeners. Uh, Davey, you have a few questions from Instagram. Yeah, I've, I've, so for both of the lads, I suppose we'll start with Connor first, and, and this is more about the football um, on the field. And he, uh, this is Adam McDonald from Summerhill, Go Young Footballer, coming through, and he wants to know what did you think of last year's minor club championship? I don't know if you've seen much of it. Adam McDonald minor. I thought Adam McDonald was fantastic in the minor in, in, in some of those minor games. <laughs> Adam was uh, Adam was uh, a player on our team. Uh, a very quiet yeah. young. Player. Was shy. Uh, on <laughs> um, yeah. Look, obviously, what did I think of the minor? I saw all the games or most of the games um, last year, um, and there was lots of them. Uh, it was a fantastic championship. Uh, obviously, uh, Summerhill were pretty unlucky <laughs> mm. uh, in the in the heel of the hunt. But uh, Adam was fantastic the whole way through the championship. I'll just sort of clarify that. And he actually put in another question. Would you believe? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know the most exciting prospect coming through underage. <laughs> Here he got Adam McDonald. <laughs> Well, if you like here, that's the end of the questions from Adam McDonald. Um, I suppose uh, we'll throw a couple over to Seamus and then we'll come back to you, Connor. Um, Robert Perfield, um, Seamus wants to know: Would divisional teams work in the senior football championship? Um, so again, going back on going back on what we were saying there previously, it, it would it would necessitate having to uh, having to relegate a large number of uh, senior teams. Um, mm. I, I, like that, that's that's a long way down the line. Look, I, I think we'll see we'll see how we get on with this uh, with this regional championship first. Um, I think, as I said, look already. I think I think players will will enjoy it and hopefully it'll become embedded in the in the games program. Of who, who's not say maybe in years to come that there, there may be an opportunity then to to play uh, sort of a championship similar like to similar to the one that they have in Kerry. But again, it would mean that senior teams would have to suffer and. Uh, it would be difficult then. It would just mean mass relegation that's over a number of years. Mm, yeah, interesting. Um, back to Connor, uh, James, James Trainer, Connor. He wants to know on the back of obviously your brilliant run um, with the miners last year. Um, what did what did you make of the whole run, or how how much did you enjoy it? Yeah, well, it wasn't really that brilliant, <laughs> uh, to be honest with you. Um, what did we make of it? So obviously, I, I took over the team at fifteen, and we came through and. We did a bit of work with them uh, over over three years, really, um, and we obviously had a good spin in the Jerry Riley tournament. Had started very, very well um, last year with with the miners in terms of, and again, these are friends and all of that, so you can take mm. that with a result if you want. But there was no other competitions. But as it happened, we played the four semi-finalists in really good competitive games coming up to it, all Ireland semi-finalists, and. Uh, we won three of those games and we lost to Kerry in a very tight game. In my view, they were probably the best team, actually, even though they didn't win it. The only loss they had was the semi-final. Both Cork and Mayo, funny enough, lost two games on the way. Uh, we then came in against Dublin and um, 
we had a few injuries for different reasons, and I won't go into those uh, at the moment, but it, it put us a little bit on the back foot. Um, and what I'd say, I suppose, is that the team itself, to my mind, um, were a great bunch of young, young, young fellas. I really enjoyed working with them. Um, we lost that game, and then we came out of the group. We won the next two games. And after extra time then in Westmeath, uh, we lost then in, in a last six game. Uh, it was a very competitive game and all of that. But I, my, my feel on it really was that um, we didn't do as well as, as I'd hoped, in truth. And I think the players probably felt that as well. I think there's some really exciting young talent there, including Adam McDonald, who's back. Well, he's not this year. He's actually injured. Um, so there is a lot of really good young players on it. I do... I am disappointed in truth that we didn't do a little bit more. Um, and I felt we would have. We just had to come through. Just, we had just had, a, had picked up some, some injuries. And unfortunately for some of the players on big days, I probably asked them to play games that um, you know, they, they hadn't been training and they weren't, they weren't really ready for those games. Um, so we all have to put our hand up in different ways. So we probably made a few mistakes on the management as well, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but... Good team, some super players. Um, I really enjoyed working with them and I expect to see great things from, from those guys down the line. Excellent stuff. I have one more for each of you. We'll, we'll stay with you, Connor, for this one. And uh, it's from Joe McWeeny. Um, he says, for Connor, was Shane Horgan a good teammate footballer on the Mead Miners? And there was only a picture going around, I'm sure you've seen in the last couple of days, of that, that team photo. Um, and all the lads wearing Puma Kings and you were, I think you were the only player in the front row wearing a pair of Nike boots. I was the only predator in Nike boots. Uh, yeah. Um, I was probably, in truth, I was a little bit more of a soccer head at that time. Um, but <laughs> when I look at the picture, I'm again, I just, I'm just drawn to the fantastic head of hair I had at the time. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> people, people who knew me then and see me now after a long time just go. Don't go into management. <laughs> Don't go into management and don't have three kids. Either yeah. of those three kids. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah. Organ, yeah he, was, he actually came late into the panel at the time. He was, uh, he's a really nice fellow. I haven't actually really spoken to him in, 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 in depth since. Uh, I do remember we played a, a Leinster semi-final against Dublin and uh, there was about 15,000 dubs landed down, screaming and shouting and making sheep sounds at us for the whole uh, game. And I do remember Shane Horgan turning around and get, flipping the bird <laughs> at 10,000 as a, as a, as a 17-year-old. But uh, yeah. he was strong, aggressive fella. Like he was capable of going a long way with me. But I don't know whatever happened to him after that. Things probably didn't work out for him. But yeah, I, was, I was just going to say he would, he would have made it then at, with, with the Mead seniors in years to come had he not taken a different path Well I think not unlike the situation that we have now he's, he's a fella that had all the equipment to do that no question about it he's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, he was probably even back then uh, raw because he hasn't you know he hadn't played as much mm. Gaelic football as, as, some, as some of the other lads but he was he was aggressive, like he was really aggressive and he was a lump and he was a good lad. I'm certain that he would have pushed on if he played Gaelic football, absolutely. And it's not a like situation we face now in Meath whereby there's a couple of fellas and Connor Nash is one of them and Keen McBride and all these fellas. There's just a, <laughs> and a, you know, there's a wealth of talent that has, has, has gone a different direction. And even at that time, people won't remember Nigel Crawford's brother, Simon. And Nigel uh, won't mind me saying this, Simon was a serious footballer. He went on to play Leinster rugby as well and didn't really uh, end up in their, 
in their main squads or anything like that. But so there's been a lot of talent that's come through me, midfielders that would have played at the highest level. Shane is one of them. Shane Horgan is one of them. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a loss. Very good. Last one, and this one's back to Seamus. Um, you're, you're never going to live this one down, Seamus, either. It's from uh, Shane Riley, and he says, do you think that shot was in the net in the 2010 Leinster final dying minutes? And why didn't you put it straight in? <laughs> yeah, uh, didn't I? Yeah, it would, have, it would have saved an awful lot of hassle. Um, yeah, I, I, let's see, how do I answer this one? Um, did I... I, I Actually, I was asked this recently. I think there was, there was some newspaper article. Uh, did it, and I got a call out of the blue. And I, I don't normally like talking about it. So, there um, the fact that we are now talking about it. Um, I, I, I kind of look. To be honest, I found myself in a position where I, I hadn't, I hadn't normally found myself. I know I played a wing forward that year, and but it was. Uh, I don't think I got too many shots off during the championship. Uh, I, I. I Kind of, I just remember vaguely turning inside, and I felt that I felt that people were kind of coming, coming, uh, coming towards me on the left. So I decided to kind of pull the shot across on the right, and uh, Paddy Keenan got down and blocked it. And then it was just look, we all know the little bit of carnage that there was after that. And um, oh, look, if if ever I got myself into that that position again, like I, I probably would have been a little bit more more comfortable and tried to roll it into the net, but. I suppose at at that time it was just I think, yeah yeah I I just I, I went went for power and it's like look it's it's a game that unfortunately like people are always going to talk about for the wrong reasons and um it's 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 a difficult one because look I'm sure I'm sure if I just speak to some of the lads who were involved some would some would uh, accept the result and others necessarily wouldn't so um yeah like it is it is always going to have an asterisk there but. Um, yeah, that personally, I, I, if I could do it all over again, yeah, I would, but it's something I have to live with. Mm, I, 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 I won't ask anything more. I'll leave it to Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 can, I can personally tell everybody that he definitely learned his lesson from that day because every training session after that, he made absolute, he made absolute aegis out of goalkeepers by just getting to that position and rolling them into the net. So he definitely <laughs> learned from it. And, and without him, we wouldn't have our two senior championship medals that we do have in our back pockets at this stage. Lads, look, just before we go... Firstly, thanks a million for coming on. But very quickly, Seamus, will we be seeing you in a Simonstown jersey again this year if there is going to be championship and if there's going to be reserve championship? Who knows? You, you might you, you might have bigger aspirations than reserve championship. Not alone me, Mickey, John, Lovey, you name it. Anyone that was anyone that played at Simonstown 10, 15 years ago, we're all coming back. <laughs> you heard it here first. And Connor, what are your um how's your Dumboyne team looking at this stage? I know you've got a few new faces in around the team. Well, I tell you, we're just we're just looking in the wake of Simonstown, we're just thinking about what they've done over the last couple of years, the level of their achievements and uh if we could lace your boots, Mickey, we'd be doing well. That's all I should say. <laughs> <laughs> look, lads, as I say, look, thanks a million for coming on. Connor, sorry about that little niggle there at the end, but it's all a bit of banter. Remember, <laughs> we... I'm just, I'm just waiting for David to ask me what I felt about the 2005 win. Did I think we really won it or not? <laughs> You're going to send me the tape after this, aren't you? <laughs> I'm gonna send, I'm sorry, I'm going to send you the 2014 uh, junior final. Which yeah. How, how did that finish up, Connor? Sorry? <laughs> how did that finish up in the end? 
in the travesty of justice. That's all right. <laughs> 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 how, we start, how we started this whole podcast off was talking about the regional championship and how it's going to bring all these teams together and bring these players together. And uh, uh, if only that could have been done a few years ago, you know, maybe we would these couple of little rows on, on the podcast. Now, remember, we are me, why it matters more.